We're back like we never left. Episode eight of the podcast that no one asked for. Um, today we are going to have Kyle Tykert, um, one of the notorious members of Jets Twitter, who also seems to provide more information than than the Jets beat writers do, and it does anger a lot of he's, Jets Twitter. He's the um, best so far. He's the yes, best. He, he really retired, so he's the best by far. Yeah, that's very <laughs> true. Um, so this week we wanted to start off the show with Kyle um, doing some Jets talk. Uh, so Kyle, introduce yourself to people who may not be familiar with yourself. All right. Uh, my name is Kyle. Uh, I'm from Long Island. Uh, I've been a Jets fan for as long as I can remember. Obviously, uh, I was part of Jets Twitter earlier in my high school days, but now I'm getting a little older and it's fun to stick around Jets Twitter because it's something new every day on there. <laughs> oh, every day. It's, 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 it's a cesspool of engagement. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kyle, um, obviously you've gotten positive feedback. You've gotten negative feedback. Um, you have reported to things, and, and more often than not, you the information you have provided well in advance is correct. So, you know, people have come at you and said, oh, well, you said this after other people reported things, and, and we know it's not the case, but obviously we're not going to ask you to reveal any sources, but kind of tell us about some of your reports and, and some of the things um, that you've hit on. Yeah, well, um, obviously, like I said earlier, I've been a Jets fan for as long as I can remember. So I've been pretty close to the organization you know, they used to practice at Hofstra. So I used to be pretty close with some people there and I'm still pretty close to some people with the Jets. So, you know, obviously I got, <clears throat> as I got older, I got closer to some more people and I kind of got away into th Joe Douglas's thinking. And, you know, as you've seen recently, the Jets have decided to go like a younger route with free agency. You know, each one of their signings is around 26. So you could see Douglas working towards bringing like uh a younger core part of this team because this is something that they've lacked for a while. You know, with free agency, obviously they've gone through Mosley, Bell, some of the poorer signings. And I think now they're looking for these, you know, these guys that could stick around for some time here with the Jets. Kyle, you know, you get a lot of flack. Is it hard for people or for for yourself to, you know, hear a lot of, oh, you don't have sources, you know, you're a fraud, you're a fake because, you know, you have guys like Connor Hughes and, you know, Brian Costello and Samini who don't ever report stuff. And then you actually come out and do, and they sit there and criticize you. How hard is it to sit there and do your job while getting this stuff right, while getting heat from, from jet quote unquote Jets fans? Um, honestly, I don't, I think it's funny. Like I see, like I'll be at work and, I, and I'll find something out and, I, and I'll tweet it. And then like an hour later, I'll go back on Twitter and see like a million different Twitter users in my, uh, <laughs> <laughs> in my mentions you know saying stuff but I think it's funny I love that stuff I love the interaction I get with people and I think it's just sad how how low the Jets beat has become um like the, to me like I've always said like they have the best job in the world to me like writing about sports is the best job in the world they have such a simple job and you know they, there's people like Connor Hughes who will go on and they'll be like well why am I getting hate why are the fans hating me it's like, dude, you, you carried water for the worst coach in franchise history for months at a time. And then the other day he tweeted something about Deshaun to the Pats and people are in his mentions pissed off. Like, yeah, no shit. They're pissed. They don't want to hear that. You carry water for the worst coach in franchise history. And then you wonder why Jets fans are upset. Like they're upset. They're a pretty battered bunch. They don't need to be hit anymore over the head. So I think it's just like some of these beat reporters really enjoy like the turmoil the Jets have gone through over 
you know, the last decade without making the playoffs. Yeah, I, I've seen that a lot, actually. And it's, it's really good that you, you mentioned that because um, it just feels like the, the Jets beat just kind of just collects a paycheck at this point. They go, they show up, they, they write whatever the coaches and the staff say, and then they go home. And then I don't think they have any source inside that facility at this point. I think they just get a memo from the team and it's just like, we've signed this guy. That's why it takes, you know, like 10 minutes after the news breaks for them to report a oh, source confirms. That's because you guys got a freaking email from the jets. <laughs> It literally is at, like uh, Joe Schmo at NewYorkJets.com press release. And then they're like, oh, per sources, the uh, Jets inside. You know what I mean? Like it's, and, you know, and we're not going to ask you to reveal your sources. But, you know, when you come out and you're sitting here and you're saying, oh, the, this guy is going to be, uh, you know, the Jets are interested in this guy. And then it happens. You know, I, I find you have more credibility than even these guys are they not networking what are they doing they go in for the coffee the donuts and then they're like wow those donuts really good rich what do you think <laughs> like you know what I mean? so we at the same time uh so really my question i'm going to get into it at the same time we had raj and kyle both the pinnacle of nfl new york jets free agency kyle i want i want to go into your mind and tell me what it was like to have somebody who is almost like a rival on the other side, you guys going back and forth, sharing some great information, great insight. Talk to me about that. What, what was your mindset? Uh, I, I loved it, man. Like, Raj, I thought that was great that he came along. And obviously, you know, he got some he got things right, too. And I think that it's funny because you guys, like I was saying earlier about the Jets beat, it's like you got these guys who do this for a living. And like I said earlier, like a week leading up to free agency, there's not a single piece out on who the Jets might be interested in who they might be targeting. And it's funny because like me and Raj don't do this as a profession. And yet we're still giving Jets fans more than what the actual beat is giving them. So I thought it was great to team up with him. And I thought we gave, you know, Jets fans as much as they could look forward to in free agency. I mean, as much as like we possibly could give them, we tried. Yeah. 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 the thing so, I agree with, oh, go ahead, Kyle. No, it's okay. It's, I'm just a, a bystander on this show. <laughs> so, you know, and I, I wanted to touch on the, the, the kind of the vitriol that comes from fans. You know, I, I got caught in the wind of it with Rod. Let's go. But- sorry. Sorry. Huge reaction. <laughs> sorry. Huge, there's two minutes left in the Syracuse game before they can go to the Sweet 16. And I'm watching it and trying to multitask, and it's hard. Sorry. Go ahead. Paulie, if you don't ever, if you interrupt me one more time. <laughs> If they hit one more big three, it's over for you. So, I, but, so get it in quick. They, our big three is about to be the big two if you don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to replace you. <laughs> <laughs> I completely lost my train of thought, you piece of shit. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I got caught in kind of the, the, the whirlwind that comes with the reporting and and it's just kind of funny when you see these fans, you know, you guys are, you guys are doing, you know, some great work. You're putting out some good hits and you guys definitely hit more than you miss. Right. So like you had some great percentages out there, you know, it just, I don't understand Jets fans as a whole, and we'll get into that later, but why, why would they be so upset that you're giving out good information? You got some sources. Like, I don't understand why they're so upset about that. Like, that's pretty cool. Like it, it, Walk me through that mindset. I know you touched on it a little bit, but just talk to me a little bit. Like, why, what do you think made them so mad? I don't know. And, you know, that's <laughs> the thing. Like, I don't have a problem with the negativity on Twitter because it's like half those people I, I don't meet in real life. I don't really think about them as my day goes on. 
So I don't really think about that too much. But like, like I'm saying, I know, I think it's pretty much just like, it's more of just the unknown. So like when they see me like tweet something, I don't have a check mark. Yeah, that is true. And I think that's kind of what gets them frustrated because they're like, oh, who's this guy? They see like John Mayer in my bio. A few people have said <laughs> and they're like, oh, so a John Mayer fan's telling us about who the Jets are going to sign in free agency. I guess, Wait, is that I your guess source? That... John Mayer? John Mayer. John Mayer. John Mayer. John Mayer, if John Mayer is your source, he's very good friends with Halsey. And please tell him to tell her that I love her. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have, Kyle, I have a, another question for you. Yeah, shoot. So, Keanu Neal. Yeah. Fans, I mean, you were on top of this from the start. You said the Jets are heavily interested in him. And, yeah. all, and you know, and you were the, you're the only one that I saw out there that, that had this besides, you know, Josina also. But she might have, you know, stole that from you. But yeah. Anyway, what? So what happened there? Why did not? Why didn't Keanu Neal come here? And why did he sign with the Cowboys? Can you tell us I a think, bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think what you saw with Keanu Neal is, you know, <clears throat> this Jets team. I think that some free agents have realized that they have. They don't really like the Jets are rebuilding. You know, that's not. Yeah. That's not something that's hidden to free agents. People who are in free agency. So I think Keanu Neal did take less money to go to the Cowboys in a division, which honestly is pretty wide open right now. Like obviously Dak's going to have his questions coming back from that major injury, but you're lying to yourself. If you're not going to say the Cowboys have a better shot at making the playoffs than the Jets do next year. So I think that's kind of where it lied with Keanu Neal. Um, And I don't necessarily think like this narrative around Joe Douglas, where it's like, he's losing free agents. It's like, listen, man, he could put the money on the table but if the, if the player doesn't want to play there, he doesn't want to play there. That's not losing a free agent. A free agent wanted to go somewhere else that has a better chance at winning. And right now, that's not Douglas's fault because he's only been here for two years. He's still trying to clean up an absolute mess that McCagnan left him. So, you know, this narrative that Douglas is missing out on free agencies, it, I think it's a little uh, – I think it's false. I, I'm right there with you. I uh, I absolutely agree with that because I've seen a lot of people, they, they throw like temper tantrums and they go on, you know, 20 tweet rants about how Joe Douglas isn't doing a good job. You know, why won't they come here? And, and a lot of people forget that the Jets are uh, in the cellar right now. They are not a good team. Yeah. Uh, they haven't been good in years. We're, we're way past the, the 2010, you know, 2009, 2010 yeah. run where you wanted, everybody wanted to jump on the bandwagon, sign with the Jets and, you know, it, we're, they just came off one of the worst football performances, I think, in history of NFL. Like they were on pace to be the worst NFL team ever by statistical categories. And people are like, well, we got we got money. Put it on the table. They're going to come play for us next year. No, they're not. They're, it, I love when you do that voice. <laughs> I, I love it. If you have a ch- – like it's just like like think of it from a human perspective, right? Because these players are all human, right? Like if you're going to sit here and tell me, hey – We'll give you six million. You're gonna to go to the Jets. You're gonna be a four-win team next year. How do you like losing? Do you enjoy it, or you can go to the Cowboys? They have a chance to win that division. Do you want a chance to win? We'll give you a million less. I'm gonna take the million less because yeah. when you, if you win a Super Bowl, you're cemented in legacy. Nobody's gonna remember you on a four-win Jet team next year because you took a, you know, six million dollars. You took the money, right? Like. like- Look at CJ Mosley. Like CJ Mosley took all that money and then, you know, he got hurt in the first game and then, you know, Jeff fans have done nothing but rip him. We haven't even, I haven't seen CJ Mosley. I don't know (laughs) if he, I don't know where he is. Like, you know, forget where's Carmen San Diego. I want to know where CJ Mosley is. Is this guy? Jets tank. He's at Applebee's. (laughs) So, 
So, Kyle, um, kind of just, you know, discuss the Jets free agency. You know, tell us what you liked about some of their signings. If you think, you know, if there was a bad signing, obviously, you know, touch on that. And then maybe give us a couple players that the Jets were in on that we haven't heard about. Because, again, like we've said, our beat writers haven't broken a story in so long. And they just confirm what other people say. So, kind of give us some players that the Jets might maybe, like I said, didn't sign but were in on that we're not aware of. Yeah, I think one thing that kind of got overblown a little bit was the Juju thing. I think Douglas did touch up there, but I think what you saw was Juju using the Jets to just try and maybe get the Steelers to rise up a little bit. Obviously, he went back to the Steelers. He had some other offers on the table, but I think this thing that you're seeing with Douglas is now is that he's not going to be used for leverage, and I thought that was clear with what on with Juju. Um. As for other free agents, honestly, they, they've got mostly the guys that they've wanted. They were in on Corey Davis, obviously. They picked him up. They wanted Carl Lawson from, from <clears throat> after Dupree signed. They saw what he got, and then they went on from there. They got Lawson. Lawson was one. I think Dupree was two on their board because they thought Dupree would come at a discount because he's coming off a major injury. But Tennessee gave him a big contract, so they went with Lawson which is a solid signing as well. They got Keenan Cole. They got some few, they got a few solid guys in there, but like I said, you know, they're looking for guys now who are going to be able to fit a young core that they're going to have to build up from the grounds. So what I think you'll see with Joe Douglas in this draft is I think you'll see him really after the second pick. I do think they'll take a quarterback, whether it's fields or Wilson, I think they'll wind up going uh, Wilson, but I think you'll see them aggressively attack. Uh, offensive line all throughout the draft, throughout the mid rounds, throughout their second pick with Seattle. I think offensive line is going to be the play for them going forward. Obviously, you know, they need some help there. And Douglas realizes that as well, especially with the new quarterback coming in, they're going to need an offensive line there. I think you'll see corner at a somewhat early pick too. Um, And I think that's where they're going to go from there. And I think that they will talk to Sherman, which I think will be interesting to see what he does. Cause if he does decide to come to New York, that is going to be a great sign that the jets got it right with Robert Sala. Cause if Sala means that much to him, where a West coast guy who's been on the West coast, his whole life is going to move all the way to the East coast. That means he must really love that coach. And I think that if Sherman comes to the jets, that would be a great sign for jets fans and Sala. but I'm not sure if that's likely to get done or not, but, that would be cool to see Sherman come on over, but I think that's where the Jets stand right now. Love it. Love it. Now, now, can you break a uh, potential tea leave you have right now or you got nothing right now? Like, talk to me. Um, I think with Watson, I think the rest of the league is looking at that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, what's what what has transpired over the past you know week, I think it's almost maybe not even a week yet. But I think that, that a trade for Watson is going to be on hold until this gets cleared up, but I don't think, I think the way that Douglas has handled free agency will make you realize that the Jets have a lot of holes, man, and they're going to have to give up a lot for Deshaun Watson. And I would think that the Panthers are the front runner right now. I'm not saying the Jets are out, but I think that Douglas does realize this team has tons and tons of holes and you're going to have to mortgage a lot to get Deshaun Watson. I do think, I do still think he would do it, but I think the Panthers will be willing to give up a little more at this point. 
Yeah, I, I I think the Panthers are probably a quarterback away versus the Jets. They they they've got a lot, and I'm I'm, yep. I'm glad you shared that with us. And, yeah. and and just to touch on a little more, it definitely feels like Joe Douglas has been extremely strategic, and it's something it's kind of refreshing as a Jets fan who's watched this team for a very long time. You you've had a lot of people who get into the office and they just kind of do some real bozo activities, right? Like we had. Um, Mike McCagnan, who would just throw a freaking big money contract. He didn't even read the contracts he, he had drawn up. I swear <laughs> to God. He's like, we paid CJ Mosley. What? But like, that's the kind of stuff that, you know, it's, it's refreshing to see as a Jets fan where a guy has, he has a clear vision and we're seeing it play out in real time. I don't care if people are upset. I'm watching this vision play out in real time. And I, I, I think this guy, he's got it figured out, right? Like he knows what he's doing and it's, it's a very smart football mind that's behind the wheel here. Um, go ahead, Jordan. Um, yeah, my last question for you, Kyle. Yeah, sure. Who do you think the next, the Jets' next free agent signing is? Like, if it's, is it going to be a big one, or do you think they're kind of done going big fishing out there? I know a couple of days have already passed, and like a lot of the big guys have signed. But do you think, like, from what you know, from what people have told you, do you think they're going to go after Sherman? Do you think they're going to get Kwan Williams? You know, what, what, I, what's yeah. your what's your insight? Where, where, where do you think they're going to go there? I think uh, the next signing you may see is that corner. And believe it or not, I think that a signing that you might see somewhere in the future is kicker, believe it or not. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, the Jets have had – they had trouble all last year with kickers. So, I'm not sure if that's something that Douglas wants to address through the draft. Maybe you sign, like, a, a kicker that you may uh, have battle out in camp with the guy you draft. But – Believe it or not, it may be corner or kicker. I think corners first. I think you may see a signing to kicker, though. Um, they might do some some uh, potential signings. Like, you might see a younger guy who's, you know, maybe not had the best success early on in his career. You might see something like that. And uh, I, But I do think it'll probably be depth at the cornerback position. I know they do like Bryce Hall, and uh, I thought he had a good year last year. So I do think they'll get maybe a veteran around there probably a veteran around corner. Awesome, Kyle. We appreciate your time. Um, we know that, you know, you're not only busy, but you're, you're trying to beat everybody else to the story. <laughs> um, so, so we thank you uh, for jumping on before, uh, before the Knicks game tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Big game. You know, they got a, uh, hopefully Frank, I know uh, I just saw right before I got on Alfred Payton's out. Never want to wish go. bad on anyone, but I'm happy no. he's, he's taking a rest. Smokes, that's me and Kyle's guy. Frankie Smokes is our guy. I love this podcast so much, man. Uh, after um, Boomer and Gio are uh, off on the radio, I'll uh, be at work. I'll throw you guys on instead. And I think that uh, the big Bozo energy segment is phenomenal. Awesome. I think that you guys should just rotate uh, Jets beat reporters, and then I think that's a very good segue to, to, to the big bozo energy this week. So make sure you're tuning in. Yeah, absolutely, Thanks. man. Thank you guys so much for having me. This is awesome. Thank you. Keep up the great work, yep. Kyle. Keep up the absolutely. great work. Let's go Knicks tonight. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, guys. So there's like 11 seconds left, and Cuse is up two, and they were up freaking 13 so we are gonna keep going. the show going i have to stay busy we're <laughs> gonna pro, listen this is a pro iowa podcast all right oh, so oh my get God. out of here the two go move to the corn state you go hawkeyes okay oh, big game against big game oh, against shit. oregon tomorrow what goes on in iowa like what is there there's nothing there's like, that's all my family that's out there. I love you to death. There is nothing to do out there. Nothing. 
It's they go fishing, they farm, they watch their Iowa Hawkeyes, their Cyclones, their UNI Panthers. There is nothing to do out there. Jesus, man. I, <laughs> I, I, I feel so spoiled when we live in this tri-state area. Right? Like, <laughs> like there's so much to do like on a weekend and just like think about people out in the middle of fucking nowhere. What do you want to do this weekend, honey? Ah, let's go. I mean, I'll, I'll be let's fair. Go I'll be fair. Catfish. I'll, I will be fair that going to the un- that well, not going to the school, but going like on campus and everything like that. Going to Iowa City, there's a lot of stuff to do, but like outside of that, not much. But anyway, let's stop talking about Iowa. <laughs> yes, yes. Hear about it. So we're gonna go into a little bit of NFL free agency. Um, I kind of wanted you guys to touch on, you know, winners, losers. Um, you maybe your favorite signing, not with the Jets. This is the NFL other than our uh, very atrocious favorite team. Um, but kind of just touch on that stuff. <laughs> kind of just touch on that. And then um, obviously I'll go into mine, but I wanted to hear you guys' thoughts first. Jordan, go first. Uh, I mean, it's been... I, it, it's been All right, weird. Jordan, go last. Never mind. Oh, uh, yeah, go, you go, you go, go, you go, Kyle, you go first. Kyle, you, you, you usually go first. Kyle, you, we're going to lob it up to you first. Oh, baby, I'm, I'm, it's like T-ball all over again. All right, so wow. <laughs> yeah, you missed that Paulie, joke. Paulie, Paulie went to go laugh and then muted his mic. I'm assuming he, I'm assuming he had a great laugh. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm getting frustrated, so I wanted to mute myself so I don't yell obscenities. So, um, with you know the free agency, we saw a lot of um, very, very tactical moves from a lot of the teams. Um, personally, I thought uh, the big winners. Uh, I I don't even know if there's really a big winner. They're like, but the I think Washington is kind of like my number one there. I think they actually improved a lot uh, this offseason. I think they added some really good key pieces because that defense was really nasty last year. And I thought if they got a little bit better offensively, they're going to be, you know, again, we've talked about it a little bit here that that division is wide open. And I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we have a couple of uh, 10, 11 win teams there in, in the in the NFC East. Um, big loser in terms of free agency. Um, might be, well, now I got to think about it a little bit more. Cause I, I was thinking the Niners because they didn't really do Let's anything. Go. Should, I, okay. Sorry. I get it. I get it. It's a great, it's a great choice. I'm going to go with it. <laughs> um, I, I want to say, um, the Niners, because I feel like they didn't do much. Right. And that was a team that I felt like probably should have attacked free agency a little harder. Um, especially with depth signings because, you know, they, they were banged up pretty bad last year. Yeah. The, um, the, only, the only thing I remember the uh, Alex Knack is uh, the center who they signed, who's, but he's like 35 years old. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, and every, every other team didn't really feel like, I, I mean, I I'm sorry, giants fans, but I, I feel like your team was just throwing money left and right. And it just reminded me a little bit of the, uh, the jets, the, uh, the McCagnan era, right? Like where they were yeah. just, just throwing money all over the, the wall there. Um, they, they, but they had some good moves. I don't think I hate what the giants did. No. Um, I just think they, they committed a lot of money in a long amount of terms. I, I just don't think Kenny Galladay was worth that much money to be honest with you. Um, yeah. It was, it was like, who are you bidding against kind of thing? Like, yeah, it, it definitely felt like the, the giants were bidding against themselves. Um, yeah. and, oh, and another loser is the Ravens. Uh, just yeah. awful, awful. They, <laughs> 
that Lamar needs wide receivers. Yeah. Um, he, he can't do it all by himself. Yeah. And this is what happens is you're going to have an issue um, when you're going to stunt his growth, right? Like we had this MVP type season uh, two years ago. Was it two years ago? My God, time flies. Last year he had, it was, he had a good season, but it was down. Um, but this is what's going to happen, right? As the NFL starts to adjust to your play style, you need to go out and get him more weapons so he can accelerate to another level. And I don't think they're doing that unless they're trying to wait for the draft and make decisions there. Um, I just didn't like what they did. Um, and the, I'm probably going to run off the, the rails here, but I also didn't like what the Patriots did either. I felt like they mm. – Sure, slander, fire up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you guys are going to agree with me on this one. I think the yeah. Patriots just threw a lot – like they did a, like a lot of big money for a lot of mediocre to bad players. Um, I didn't like any one of their signings. I th- like people were going getting fired up about that. And I was like, you guys, you must go to a club and think a five is a ten because this is disgusting. <laughs> That's a great analogy. That, because is fantastic. Th- that was good. like you got Nelson Aguilar for like wh- how much money was it? Like it was insane, insane numbers, and you know, just just disgusting choices. Just I I, I did like to, I mean I like I was always a Hunter Henry fan so I I did like that and I liked I liked the two oh, tight ends. The, the tight ends were good. That was a yeah. I, well, can that's people not can people stop saying that they're reinventing Gronk and Hernandez because oh boy it, I'm just and like Dion Branch said they have the potential to be better than both of them and yeah, right. I mean say what you want about Aaron well, Hernandez listen, the ball the like, ball is very low for Hernandez yeah. Hernandez was better than Gronk <laughs> and oh, he was yeah. going to be better than Gronk. Like those two together were just, and and that shit is pissing me off to yeah. no end because I'm just I'm just sick of people trying to say that Belichick is smarter than everybody and saying dumb shit. And I agree that you know the Patriots throwing money at these guys is what all what bad teams coming off bad seasons do and always get criticized for, and yet the Patriots are getting praised for. I mean, yeah. let's be realistic the the, the contract they gave to Jalen Mills. The contract they gave to Kendrick Bourne, the contract they gave to Nelson Aguilar. If Judon. any other team did that, the they're Judon bad contracts. Too. The Judon yeah. one too is gross. If yeah, oh my caps- god for for a guy who for a guy who lives off covered sex, it's such a gross it's such a gross contract. Yeah, dude, if the Jets made those moves, we wouldn't hear the end of it, right? Yeah, but because it's Billy Bell. They're just like, oh, Bill, you're so genius. I love what you're thinking. You're man. You're just a. You're just a man of greatness, Billy Belly Welly. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I know you guys probably weren't going to bring this up, but but I think that the team that had the best off season is the team that won the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah, it's it's very I was rare. Just thinking that, yeah. It's very rare that a team oh, who yeah. wins a Super Bowl is able to they're going to lose players. Those players usually leave. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's Brady restructured, point. Brady restructured. They Godwin had no problem signing the, the franchise tag. He signed it quickly. They're going to extend him. They got Shaq Barrett back, which he had kind of an up and down season, but once Vita Vea came back, his sack numbers went up yep. and that's going to continue if Vea's on the field. Um, they got Levante David back who, in my opinion, is probably one of the best linebackers in the league that people do not talk about. Um, I have two two of my good friends are Bucks fans. I mentioned it before, um, I, so I have to hear how good Levante David is all the time. But he really is like they they're working on bringing Sue back. They brought Gronk back. Yeah. Like they they they're not going to miss a step. And I mean, at some point, you got to think they're bringing Antonio Brown back too. Yeah. Like 
and this team, and if they if they actually let Ronald Jones play, he's going to be a thousand yard rusher. And I feel yeah. like they, like he he has he he breaks off a twelve to thirteen yard run like back to back, and then they put him on the bench. It makes no sense. But it's, I mean, it's incredible. It, it's hard. It's hard not to just look at the Buccaneers and say, you know. Yeah, they, they didn't make they didn't make moves. They no, they, they just resigned the key. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. You don't even think of re-signing a player, don't. right? And, yeah. and like that's you you think of just signing agents and stuff like that, but but it's re-signing your key core and keeping it, the band together that just won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It and and it's not like they they barely won a Super Bowl. They fucking demolished yeah. the playoffs. Like they just and, were and not only that, but I mean Brady does it again. I mean, taking taking changing his contract around, adding on another year, so that they can do things to make the team better, which Belichick would never do. Um, you know, so they're they're going to be there next year as long as they're healthy. Um, you know, and and not and I'm and you know me, guys, I'm the furthest thing from a homer when it comes to the Jets. You yeah. know, I call it like I see it. Yeah. Um, but other than not getting a corner yet, and I get missing. I don't want to use the word missing, but not getting an interior alignment on day one. And yeah. I really like what they did in free agency. Right I do now. too. I absolutely I mean, agree. I don't like Feeney, the alignment they got, but you know, with a new coaching staff, you never know. So, but the Carl Lawson first edge rusher, since I was in middle school, um, Corey Davis, I think is a player that's ascending. Who's finally coming into his own um, after being a high draft pick. Um, I really like Lamarcus Joyner. I think he's going to be kind of a versatile, do-it-all guy I in the secondary. They signed him too. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, I mean, I, I like. I think Jared Davis in this defense is going to surprise some people because he's very athletic. Um, you know, um, yeah, Sheldon like- Rankins, it, who signed today. Um, if he's healthy, this D line has a chance to be very good. Um, so I like what the Jets have it done. I know a lot of people are you mad say- every. Well, did you guys bring up Justin Hardy too? Because you know, oh, I completely the, forgot. Yeah, uh, a that, that's special huge. Teams ace. That's like, huge. The Jets, because the Jets have been a laughing stock on special teams for for yeah. since Westoff. Like it's yep. been a joke. So getting one of the best uh, special teams guys is huge. And yeah. he's also, I think he's a corner too. Which hey, yeah. you know, maybe you could step in. And honestly, not to kind of cut you off, Paulie, but no, you're good. I, w- when it comes to defensive guys, and I said this to somebody today, I'm gonna trust Robert Sala more than yep. I'm gonna trust some Jets fan on Twitter that's telling me that it's not a good signing. So yeah. if he is, is signing these guys, you know, he's got a plan in place. And I, I think they're going to, I think that so far the defense is yeah living up I, to form. But, you know, I, I agree with you guys. They need to sign a corner and they need to, to work on that interior. Well, I think too. a lot of their tea leaves here, like, you know, the stuff that they're not addressing in free agency, I'm pretty sure that's what they're going to attack at the draft. Like if you want to know what they're why draft- I don't think they're, they're, I don't. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I know everybody wants them to trade for Watson and Wilson, and, mm-hmm. and you guys know through the chat. Like I've been adamant the last couple of weeks, even before the Watson stuff came out, I truly didn't think they were going to be trading for a quarterback because it's been stated so many times that Douglas values the draft, and that's yeah. how business is done with the Ravens, where he trained under Ozzie Newsom, and then free agency happened, and that's when I was like 100% in. They're not trading for a quarterback; they're yeah. building, and I'm okay yeah. with it. I'm okay with it. Listen, I I've said this before. I want a team that I can I can tell my friends and stuff that they're going to consistently be in the playoffs. Yep. You want that kind of you? They're going to consistently make it to the playoffs, and they're going to consistently enter the super. Like we're watching with the with the the Chiefs, like we had with the Patriots. I want that, right? I don't want to sit here and sell out 
for a single playoff appearance where we get an early exit. I don't want yeah. that. That makes no sense. That doesn't do anything for me. That's why I love that all the signings that the Jets have made, all these guys are 26, 25, 27. They're right in the primes of their careers, so they can have that consistency. It's not you're throwing a bunch of money at 31, 32-year-old guys who are, you know, you oh, you got to win right now. That That's what I think McCagnan's problem was, was he threw a bunch of money at a bunch of older guys. It's like, all right, you have to go out there and win now. Like it's it's not gonna work. Like that's why you sign guys who can fit solid system, who are young, who who can make an impact for a long time, for more than two years, three years, maybe four or five, six, seven years. You know, I that's why I I like these things. You know, it hasn't been a perfect off season, but you no. know, I know Jets fans want to complain just to complain because that's what they love to do. Yeah. Um. But I, I I think you know they've they've done a decent job so far. Like if I had to grade it, I would say like a B minus or a B maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at too. And the thing is, is like, yeah, the you know, fans. I, listen, if it was, if it was just the Jets competing for these free agents, I get it. I want a lot of these players too. But it's the same way with the draft. There's 31 other teams competing for these free agents, just like they are in the draft. And yes, when you're drafting, you're on the board and you get to pick a guy. But like, there's 31 other teams talking to players and trying to pay them money. You know, it's not just the yeah. Jets on the phone with all of these players. And, and, and I understand, you know, we want everyone and we want this team to improve, but some things just don't make sense for the Jets too. Yeah. And, and that's where like, you know, a lot of people, you know, I'm not going to name names because I mean, we do that at nauseum, but certain yeah. people overreact on the timeline yeah. um, because they didn't particularly care about free agency. And then the chat was right again and they did care about free agency. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you, you've got to let it play out. I understand the Jets don't deserve the benefit of the doubt. I am the first to criticize them. You guys know that. You yep. follow me on Twitter, you know that. But I'm not going to go crazy when Joe Douglas is going into his second draft, and I'm pretty happy with his first one. Yeah, and not to kind of divert from the Jets, because I think, Paul, I think you hit the nail on the head with all these. But I think another winner we're kind of forgetting, and they kind of got the best free agent out of all of them, is the Chiefs. I mean, you yeah. go out there and get the, the the best interior lineman to help Patrick Mahomes live for another five, six years or whatever. You know, I think that was really, really good for them. I wanted the I wanted the Jets to grab him really bad, but you know, when you have a chance to go to a Super Bowl contender and play for Mahomes, I think you yeah. got to do it. So my only complaint with the the way the Chiefs did that was that they um they cut two tackles and then signed two guards. So like, what yeah. what's happening with your tackles? Like, what's the idea there? Um, that's my only idea. Again, that could be what they're going to plan to address in the draft. They probably have a guy picked out at 32 that they think is going to be there at 32. Uh, but it just, uh, unless they, they pull off the, uh, the upset where they go fly all the way up to pick number five and draft, uh, Penny Sewell, 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 Sewell. Uh, God damn. That was hard for me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, Kyle, I totally agree with you. Um, so a segue into our next segment, um, Syracuse is going to the Sweet 16. Um, I cannot believe it, but after the year they had, it's awesome. We're going to do some uh, tournament talk. Guys, this tournament has been very fun. Um, I forgot how much I enjoyed the tournament. I enjoy it every year, having a year off from it, and this tournament coming back. Um, yes, I miss live crowds because there's been so many overtime games. Um, so many good games, so many upsets with very limited fans. Some arenas have some very limited. It's family, friends, things like that. But th- this tournament has been enjoyable so far. There's been so many upsets. Uh, how are you guys enjoying it? 
Uh, Kyle, I'll take this one. Uh, go um, ahead, sir. <laughs> go ahead. Talk about Iowa. No, this I'll wait. I'll, no, I'll I know. Take I know. my Iowa stuff for, for later. But like seriously, in general, like this whole tournament has been awesome. And I, I think we, you know, took it for granted. Um, you know, not having it last year. And it's like, wow, this really sucks. And then it comes back and you know, all the games are going on during the day, and then you're sitting there watching teams that you've never watched before. Um, and it's just so much fun. Like I I love it. Um and I think it's really cool about all these upsets too. Like I, I saw the graphic today. I forget. I think it was during the Loyola game, or it might have been the Q's game, that every single seed, aside, uh, seed aside from a 16 seed, won a game in this tournament. Like that's insane. Yeah. Like, if, like that's just that's crazy. And you know, I would never in my life watch Texas versus Texas Christian. Whoever was Christian. Abilene Christian. Abilene yeah. Christian. Yeah. Like I didn't even know the name of the school. And like I'm sitting there getting intense and like sweating and like oh my gosh, this is insane. Like I love this. Stuff. Like this is awesome. Not to mention like. It's finally good to have my team as one of the best teams in the country. So I'm not like a, an eight seed or a nine seed and getting bounced out in the next round. Like they're a two seed. So this is awesome. And I love it because they got a chance to go to the final four. But anyway, enough about my Iowa Hawkeyes. Luca Garza, the best player in the country. No big deal. Not going to keep saying it, but, you know, it's the truth. Um, but seriously, like overall, this tournament has just been a blast so far. And there's just so many um, – I don't even know how to say it. There's just so many things that we missed about it. Like whether we haven't had any buzzer bees, but wow. Go ahead. Shout it out. Buzzer beaters. Whew, say that 10 times fast. Uh, you haven't had many buzzer beaters, um, but you know, you just like the upsets and you know, the overtime games, like you were saying, Paulie, uh, it's just been so much fun. And even Loyola, you know, they're back again and they knocked off number one seed Illinois today. Like nobody saw that coming either. Well, maybe people who follow college basketball a lot closer than me, but I mean, I didn't see that coming at all. I watched Illinois all year and thought they were one of the best teams in the country. And, you know, Loyola came in, knocked, knocked the brakes off, beat the brakes off them. Um, and, you know, again, Paulie going back to Syracuse, nobody saw them. Nobody oh. thought they'd even make the tournament. It's so like, crazy. It's so crazy. Like, cause this does happen every year. Like at least even when Cuse has bad years, there's teams that, that just for whatever reason, see the two, three zone for the first time ever and, and, and can't exploit it. And that's what allows Cuse to win a few games and get to the sweet 16 and, you know, to the elite eight, it happens. And, you know, they've gotten hot in scoring, which is, which is something they struggled with a little bit this year. So, um, you know, they, they missed a month of, of their season uh, because of COVID. So like I, I, I was not that I was checked out from Q's basketball, but there were times that I forgot that they were playing because they missed a month. Um, yeah. But, but it is enjoyable. Like you said, watching teams that you never see, um, you know, watching Ohio state get upset by oral Roberts. Um, obviously I'm a Michigan fan in basketball. I always, I'll root against Ohio state cricket whenever they're on. If, <laughs> if they're, yeah, I don't care. So to see Ohio state go down, um, I still root against former big, big, yeah, big East teams. So to see UConn and Georgetown lose on the same day was wonderful. Um, whoa, but whoa, just... whoa, 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 hold up. You're going to go against Patrick Ewing now? How yes, you dude, I'm a, I, I am oh, a Bulls fan. Oh, We've gone oh, over this. Come on. You can't, I go, a Bulls... you can't go against Pat. I, oh, listen, I rough. hate – listen, the, the saying as a Q's fan is your mother's a Hoya. That's what we say about Georgetown. <laughs> I always okay. hate UConn. Uh, that six-overtime game back in the Big East tournament took – Oh man, days off my life. That was legendary. Yeah, dude. Like I, I see. I hate. I as much as I love football, I hate football for the fact that football took the Big East basketball away. Uh, because Cuse went to the ACC and they kind of the Big East is still around, but it's not the Big East. Right. Um. But I miss Big East basketball. But 
So I will always root against teams from the Big East. That's, I keep that rivalry. I'll never let that die. Um, but this tournament's been great. Like I said, with the upsets, Loyola, you know, yeah. d- doing what they're doing. Sister and, Jean's and, back. Yeah, Sister Jean. You know, it, that's fun too. Kyle, what about you, buddy? Are you are, are you into the tournament? Are you up to the tournament? What are you doing? I know you were at the hookah last night, so. <laughs> Thanks for showing your age, you fucking old fart. You were at <laughs> you were at the hookahs. <laughs> um, and to clear it up, I was not paying for sex. It's a. <laughs> um, honestly, guys, haven't watched a single ounce of basketball. Wow. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm really terrible with non-football stuff. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I like, maybe I'll put on a baseball is it, game. Is, it, is this Kyle A. Jackson we're talking to? Oh, jeez. No, yeah, but- it's just like, you know, I, what the fuck? What? Did my head just break? Oh, <laughs> my God. I heard like this, this like beeping noise. I thought like, I thought I was dying, yo. Um, <laughs> anyway, sorry. So outside of like football, like I, I'm committed to NFL, right? Like I very much will watch, you know, the Jets and then like a bunch, a couple other games, but like maybe it's just the pandemic. Uh, but I like completely check out of everything else now. Like I'll watch hockey occasionally. I'll watch baseball occasionally. Um, I remember I did watch a bit of the March Madness last year, but I've never been like, into what March it. Madness last year? You mean, uh, you mean two years ago? Wow, yo, <laughs> yo what is happening? Yeah, you but, said like, you heard a noise. And are you getting abducted by aliens? What is going on? Oh my god, no, I didn't. I didn't plan for two special guests. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like that. I just, I don't know, man. Like you don't like find joy in like, like uh, what is it? Filling out a bracket, like none of that stuff. Yeah, like, man, it's just like, eh, you know, I, I just like, I just go to the gym. I, I find joy in the gym. Uh, and, we get and, uh, it. You're big and strong. You're I'm not. Out. I'm big. I ain't strong. I'm yeah. fucking fluffy. Um, <laughs> and then I, you know, play my video games and then like, I'll watch the occasional Netflix show. But uh, if it's not the NFL, I'm, you know, I'm checking out. <laughs> oh boy. This, this is a great segment on college basketball right there, Kyle. That wow. is. Thanks that's guys. That's my, that's, that's my, that's my Emmy winning stuff. Bro, is, well, you're an Emmy winning producer, right? Like, just okay. throw me a throw me a phone here. Jeez, you know, man. Huh? All right, we're gonna go into our big bozo energy because you tried to kill our energy. What yeah. an awful segue! That was <laughs> you just like casually mentioned it, like we were walking by in the street. <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, Kyle killed the mood. Look, I'm gonna let you do the. I'm gonna let you do your. Kyle should sit on the mood with, you know, his... Hold on, hold on. I'll bring it back. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for everyone's favorite segment. Big Bozo Energy. There you go. (laughs) There you go. Paulie, who's your Big Bozo of the Week? So, uh, you know, my Big Bozo Energy of the Week um, is going to be the Jets beat writers. Um, Now, I'm not going to be malicious because, you know, they have a job. They do their job. Uh, we, as Jets fans, many Jets fans, don't believe uh, we get enough content as we should. Um, like like uh, Kyle, our guest, mentioned, you know, free agency was coming. We didn't get articles on who the Jets' targets should be and things like that. You know, when, when stories get reported of players signing, they just retweet it and say they confirmed with a source that, that the person's signing with the team. You know, we, we get snarky comments. Um they make jokes about the team. They make jokes about the team. Now, I'm not I'm not asking for you guys to be like Giants beat writers who are homers. 
And I only see the Giants beat writer stuff because our our pal, the artist Dan Lobax, complains about them all the time. D-Lo, um, so D-Lo. that's that's why I know about Giant stuff. But what I'm asking for is is, is quality content, mm-hmm. um, for like this us, podcast, like this, like podcast, this podcast for for us to be able to stay in tune with the team. Um, there is a lot of Jets blogs out there. Um, that that do cover the team better than the guys who actually have access to being at Florham Park and in and around the team on a seasonally basis. That's the thing. Um, it's just like an effort thing. Like it is an effort thing, and and I and I and I don't want to discredit anybody's work because you know work is work. Um, you know, some people hate every all of them. I don't hate them. Um, I do have a few that are my favorites. I, I do prefer Connor Hughes. I know a lot don't. Um, I prefer Sumini because I was able to speak with him in Cortland during training camp and kind of oh, understand. Well, he's got he inside did. sources too. No, no, he, <laughs> has not, he has not used them at all. If that's the case, listen. When the <laughs> hey, when the jerseys, when the jerseys before the jerseys were released, just remember who gave everybody information before yeah, they were released. Thanks, thanks for that. See, I just, I, I just don't, I don't like to tweet things out because I figure if somebody tells me something then there's a reason they told me, but that's neither here nor there. But so like there is guys I like, so I don't want to like make this seem like, like I'm being super negative, but I I just want better content. I don't need the snarky tweet where, Oh, well the jets missed again. Or like Ralph, I will call out Ralph Bacchiano because he covers two (laughs) for SNY. He's a giants fan. And the Jets signed Sheldon Rankins today. And his tweet was, looks like the jets aren't done. Oh, thanks for the hard hitting analysis. Like it's just, I, I I go to blogs. I don't listen to the beat writers anymore. They don't provide any breaking stories. Yeah. I can't remember the last. I mean, people want to get on Manish, and th- I know I'm running a little long here, but I'll be done after this. Like Manish, bad person. We know what happened. Wait, you is know. it not Manish? I don't know how to say it right. That's not <laughs> Manish, Manish, whatever. Uh, things happen at the end, and, and he's <laughs> not in his post anymore. But when he did cover the team – he was the only one that actually broke stories or, or had rumors. Right. You know what I mean? Whether you want to believe them or not, a lot of the stuff that managed did hear, I heard too. And that's all I'm going to say. I just wish that we had beat reporters that actually break stories for yeah. us instead of confirming things. So that's, that's my big bozo energy this week. I, I love that energy from you, Polly. I'm going to segue from that because mine is in the same realm, not the Jets beat, but Jets fans. Now, before I get started and you start typing on that keyboard very frivolously and ready to hit my at, which is at King Kyolino, if you want to follow me, give me a follow. Uh, <laughs> what a be- fantastic segue. Before you hit them DMs telling me I fucking suck, you bitch, you stupid, and all that other stuff, if this doesn't apply to you, move along. You should okay? know. My problem with Jets fans, and that's why they're my big bozo energy, they act – like entitled children when the team doesn't sign a player they like. And it is so obnoxious to like, when I get a break at work, I like to check the timeline to go up and, and they're crying over a player choosing another team. And I got, I got news for you guys. Not everyone's a Jets fan. Not these, these players don't all grow up being Jets fans and it's going to happen more likely because the Jets have been bad for years now, right? There's going to be a lot of kids who grew up with the Jets being bad. And then they're going to be like, I don't want to ever play for that team. So when they get the chance, you know, when the Jets come knocking and they're still not good, they're not going to want to go to the Jets because they don't, they don't just don't like the Jets. Right. So it's like, 
You just got to put yourself in the perspective of the player and think just logically, just to use your brain. I know everyone has one. I know it's there. Just think like if you were in that situation and you had an opportunity to go to a team that's ready to go to the playoffs or ready to make a difference versus going to a team that, you know, they're rebuilding, they, they might get five or six wins. Um, you're going to have to be a free agent again next year. All you'll be doing is collecting a check and, you know, like you just have to think like, do I want a chance to make a difference or do I want a chance to, to collect a check? Now, some players, they really like what the Jets are doing. So they bought in. They're coming over. Like we have, you know, Corey Davis, you have Carl Lawson and, you know, these players who signed long-term deals, they saw the vision. They're like, I'm, I'm all in. Um, and that's great. That's a start. But you can't go on Twitter and just start crying and whining because the Jets didn't sign a guy that you liked. Like, just, just grow up. That's my, that's my big bozo. <laughs> that was, I felt the passion in that. Yeah, oh, that was, yeah, that the, was the energy, huge. the energy in your voice. Yeah. Well, I'm going to segue off Kyle's, um, not as Jets fans, segue, but big daddy, big what? segue, um, <laughs> um, not Jets fans, but, I'm going to – I don't want to do fans in general, but this ha- kind of speaks to all fans because it's not just this group of fans, but for this week, it's Ohio State fans. You know, I understand. You guys were a two-seed in the tournament, and you lost to Oral Roberts. That sucks. I get it. It's frustrating. I've had my team – when I was rooting for Iowa State and they lost to UAB, that sucked. That was – it's embarrassing. I bet my friend 100 bucks that they'd go farther than Duke and they lost in the first round and Duke won the NCAA tournament. I get it. It's frustrating. It sucks when your team loses, especially to a lower seed like that. But there is zero reason to harass, to tweet, to go DM players who are honestly, these are college kids who are going out there unpaid and entertaining you, you know, for you, for your enjoyment, like to go in there and you know, throw racist shit at them to say, I hope your family dies or you blah, blah, blah. Like that's vile shit. Like that is really vile shit. And I'm again, I'm not just talking about Ohio State fans because it's all fans. I mean, listen, we've seen Jets fans do it. Unfortunately, you see it on the timeline, and it and it's gross. Um, but you know, it's, and it's all sports too. Every single sport, you know, I've seen it. I you know, I work in sports. I I see these tweets come out from all different fan bases, and it's disgusting. It is. But you know, for this week, you know, Ohio State fans grow up. You know, again, it sucked your team lost, and I get it, and I would be pissed too. But don't sit there and harass college kids because you're upset and you don't have a life and all you care about is this team find something go outside find something else to do and take your mind off it it the tournament's gonna be back next year Ohio State's probably gonna be in the tournament again you'll be all right you'll live and guess what you're gonna be coming back and you're gonna be supporting those same kids who you were sitting there throwing racial slurs at and you know harassing them so my big bozo energy for this week is Ohio State fans but my message is for all fans to calm the fuck down yeah because Sports are not that important. I promise you, they are not that important. As you get older, you realize these guys are just out there for a paycheck and they're just doing what they love. Not obviously not for the college kids, but the pro athletes. But, you know, these guys are out there for your enjoyment. Don't sit there and harass them. You have no right to do that at all. So that, I, that's my big bozo energy for the week. I, I agree it. 100%. And, you know, a tell as old as time. Um, fan is short for fanatic. And while that is, you know, the definition of just, you know, be better fans and, and a message, you know, 
with everything that's gone on in the last three to five years around the world, you know, be better people, man. I mean, I'm not up here on a high horse saying, you know, people should do certain things, but it, it's absolutely free. It is free 99 to be a good person. And to shut and, the fuck up too. Yeah. And, 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 and it costs up. nothing to shut up. Yes, very much. I, I agree with you hundred percent there. Um, another awesome episode. I want to thank our guest, uh, Kyle Tyker, member of Jets Twitter, um, insider, insider extraordinaire insider. for yeah. sure. Um, you know, on the Ascension Podcast Network, we're just one of, of, of three. Um, we've got All In with Kev Lewis, which is dropping Monday. He'll be talking about NFL free agency. Uh, we've got the Middle Initial Podcast, which is our flagship show. Um, they're doing something a little different this week. They're having a guest on who's going to be discussing uh, competitive gaming and esports things like Super Smash Brothers and Dragon Ball Z. This is their 25th episode. Uh, so they're mixing it up this week. And uh, shout, guys, guys, and shout, what do you think here? Well, before we sign off, shout out to them. You know, they uh, dropped a tweet this week. They were like 240th in like the sports podcast rankings in Ireland. So, you know, they're making waves over there and we hope to be doing the same thing really soon. But shout out to the boys over at my pod. And, you know, make sure you listen to Kevin too. All in with Kevin Lewis yes. is, is great stuff. Like seriously, I'm not just saying it because, you know, he's a part of this network, but you know, he, every time I listen to him, I learn a little bit, you know, um, Kev, yeah. Kevin's got great stuff. So definitely uh, give him uh, some love too. He, he's got some good stuff on his show. And maybe in the future we'll have Kev on our pod and we'll have like a super awesome, massive show. Maybe, you know, maybe we'll do all three pods together. One Ooh. special, one big pod morning. soup. Pod we'll soup. Pod soup. Oh my God. Did you just rub your hands together hearing that? <laughs> I did. I, did. When, I have a thing when I get excited. It's, yeah. it's a thing. It's I a got excited I, hearing that hand rub. I'll tell you yeah, that much. Dude, that, when I, ever since I've been young, when something excite me, excites me or I, or I say something that I think is good, I rub my hands together. It's, it's been a thing. People use, people have made fun of me and, uh, because I don't know, it's just, it's one of those, I don't know if it's a nervous tick or what it is, but I've always I, done it. Paulie, I love it. And you know what? That's a great way to end the show. And just, you know what, remember today, guys, sh shutting up is free and being a good person don't, is also don't, free. Don't steal, don't steal my thing. I said that. But I'm, 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 just, <laughs> I'm just catapulting off. Credit, of we gotta credit lift, me. Lift everyone up, man. If you see somebody, tell them you love them. Tell them they're great because you know what? You can make their day. Love it. Love all it. All right. That's all I got. Bye. All right, gentlemen. All right.